Welcome to this fifth episode of The Pink Velvet Couch. My name is Emmanuelle, I'm a midwife, a mother, and I'm so happy to be here with you tonight. I am recording from my home on this beautiful, beautiful, warm day, June 2nd. And it's been four weeks since I launched my podcast, so The Pink Velvet Couch, and this is the fifth episode. And I'm super happy because 160 people have listened to the different episodes and I've gotten a lot of feedback and it's been a really interesting journey. So what I initially thought I was going to talk about tonight was actually taking time, taking time as a person, taking time as a parent. But as I was thinking more and more about this topic, I decided decided to pivot a bit. We are going to be talking about how it takes a team to really thrive. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about my journey since the pandemic started. So when the pandemic started last March, our daughter was a little bit before two years old. So she was 22 months. I was about to get ready to start working full time again as a midwife. I had been working part time doing different health contracts. I had also been going up north to work as a midwife, but it was like an intense um, like stint. So I would go two weeks and then I would be home and I would mostly be at home with my daughter while I was doing other contracts. And so I was getting ready to go back to work full time. I was a bit apprehensive about how all this would work, if it would put a lot of stress on their family with my schedule being on call, et cetera, et cetera. And my daughter had finally started not full-time daycare, but as full-time as she had gone. So she was going three to four days a week. And I was planning to take that time to get all my certifications ready. There was a lot of paperwork that needed to be done before starting. So I think she did two weeks like that before we hit full force pandemic and she was home. (laughs) So then she was home full-time from mid-March like all the other kids, until I started working, I think until until May 18th, and I was starting on May 11th. So I'm the type of person who normally, I love to be out and about, and even when I was a few weeks postpartum with Matsid and all through her journey as a baby, I would go over to my sister's place, go for walks, go to the playground, go to cafes, and that's that was one of my strategies on how I was enjoying motherhood was to connect with other people. So when the pandemic hit, being literally at home 24-7, having to find games to do, things to entertain. My partner uh, is amazing, but he was working full-time upstairs in our bedroom. (laughs) So also kind of not disturbing him as he was working was one of the objectives that I, I was trying to do. So basically, all this to say that when the pandemic started, I wasn't coping super well. I would wake up, be kind of angry and bitter and not the best version of myself. And then as the day would go by, I would find some little pieces of joy. And then by the time everyone was in bed, I would have a drink or two or three and I would feel more relaxed and more joyful. And of course, that was not a very healthy coping strategy, but that's the one I had in that moment because I was someone who was always on the go. So for me, like being at home was extremely, extremely stressful. 
But then as humans are, I did eventually adapt and the need to have that drink or two or three at night subsided. I started working and when I'm on call, obviously I don't drink because it's super important that I'm fully present um, with my, my clients, my patients, obviously. So life kind of carried on. I was working full-time as a midwife. It was going quite well. I was busy, but not too busy. And then during the summer, as we all know, there was some of the restrictions were lifted. So even though nothing really felt normal, like I was working all the time with a mask, eyewear, all kinds of like different gear, no one could really recognize me in the hospital. But anyway, we adapted and carried on. And we went to our my family cottage in August, which is uh, up north, close to Sudbury. And I, I saw my cousin, and she, she's been training weightlifting for a while, and I've been dabbling in weightlifting, but here or there, nothing serious since Metsid was born. And I saw, like, the transformation that she has done in the last few years and how healthy she looked, how muscular she looked. And I was hanging out a little bit at their cottage and seeing the type of meals that they were preparing was, like, delicious, abundant meals full of vegetables and proteins and so many good stuff. And then I would go back to our cottage and see what we had picked. So maybe like tortellini with sausage and there's nothing wrong with that. But I was like, oh, I'm, I'm actually craving veggies. And like, why, why is my diet the way that it is? Like, what can I do to change? So this idea, this seed of change was planted. <laughs> and I talked a little bit with my cousin and she was like, okay, here's what you need to do. You really need to like maximize your protein intake. You need to feed yourself. Like you don't need to restrict your calories. That's not how you're going to lose weight. Like the goal is to feed your body, but feed your body good stuff. So something started in August and I went on this journey. My partner had already also kind of started on a journey with my fitness pal, losing weight. So we really, really decided to transform our whole diet. So we added a lot more veggies, a lot more protein. We started to do some amazing meal prep. And slowly some weight was coming off. And then the months passed and it was going well. But then I hit a plateau like many of us do after losing maybe 15 pounds. And then we had stressful life events. My partner had major surgery. It was Christmas. Christmas, the restrictions were full on we couldn't see anyone we were having a zoom christmas with my partner who was like three days post surgery so it was stressful and interesting i guess and i hit a plateau and i think that's when i realized that really if i wanted to keep on this journey of transforming myself and maybe being a better version of myself because my goal was not to be stick thin but i just wanted to show my daughter especially like what good health habits are and be a good example for her and feel better in my own body. So that's when I realized is that maybe if I hired a coach, I would be better supported in my journey. So that is when I started to have this idea that if you surround yourself with people who have kind of already walked the path and who know what they're doing, you can take some pressure out of yourself and you can have someone else kind of lead you. So I hired a wonderful nutrition coach. Her name is Christina Schroeder. She is in the States. I have never met her in person. 
Um, and when I was describing this idea to a few people, they were like, this is a bit crazy. You're paying someone to do like phone consults every two weeks. But yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> so she made me track everything that I was eating, just weighing my food. And she actually asked me to up my calories to bring it up to about 2,400 calories slowly. And the interesting thing is that I was actually, I started to lose weight again because I was eating even better foods because I was tracking everything. I was eating so much protein, so much good foods. Like I wasn't doing a keto diet. That's not where I'm, I'm going with this. Although there is nothing wrong with keto, but that's, that's not what I was doing. I was just um, eating good foods basically <laughs> and really having... I guess, control over what I was actually eating. So weighing the food instead of just eyeballing like, oh, maybe I put like one cup of this, one cup of that. I'm not too sure. Oops, I ate two bagels. No, I was weighing everything. And she was giving me feedback and asking me to eat more and more foods to kind of push my body to see what my maintenance weight was. And I was like, oh my God, I can't eat more food. <laughs> and I was losing weight, which was good. I was happy about that. And then slowly on this journey, then we kind of brought my calories a little bit down and I'm still working with her. And since working with her, I've lost an additional 13, 15 pounds. So now I've lost 30 pounds, which is great. And I know none of this is about a number. It's not about the scale. But the fact is I was quite overweight and I did feel good in my body even with that weight on but now I am noticing that I have more energy and I am feeling better now and I was working a lot on my body and my nutrition on upping my nutritional quality intake I was also following some amazing amazing people on Instagram one of whom is Lori Christine King she like made the very big difference in my life and she's also how I found my nutrition coach Christina Schroeder so she um, has some a company I guess called Paragon Fitness and they really quickly into the pandemic decided to design some workouts that you could use just with dumbbells so they have really simple workouts it can be one is called a quickie workout it's very low equipment and I was able to start training at home so that um, I didn't have to go to the gym. They were closed anyway. But the reality is that since Metsid was born, I had not been going to the gym regularly. And she, at that point, was like two and a half years old, right? There was no excuse. <laughs> but the pandemic kind of gave me that excuse to be like, well, if you want to train, it's right now. And you can do it here. You can do it in your basement. And really, I used to loathe training at home. I was not someone who enjoyed it at all, but I started to enjoy it. Their programming was so cool and so fun. I started to enjoy it. And as I was doing this, I also found another company called The Class. They have um, an app basically you can subscribe to, and they have workouts that are like a mix of dance and yoga with a ton of mindfulness and I fell in love with that as well. So that I was alternating between weightlifting and doing uh, this yoga slash dance uh, with the most amazing music in their classes, in the class. So I was really working on all of these spheres and I started to think like, yeah, maybe I also need to see like a psychologist or see someone to start to debrief some of the things that I'm experiencing working in healthcare in the pandemic. So I had the amazing luck of crossing paths with a wonderful counselor who actually specializes 
in working with clients who work in healthcare and work on call. And I decided to hire her as well to have sessions with her to kind of debrief how I was handling being on call, which sometimes was fine and sometimes wasn't too, too great. And I was struggling to, um, I guess, cope with intense emotions or intense demands of work, uh, which was reflected, I guess, before at the beginning of the pandemic when I was drinking a bit too much. So that was reflected as well in my work. I would have the tendency, which I've had for a while, of like spending money, going to buy clothes if I was feeling low or overwhelmed or stressed at work. So I really wanted to address this with her. So I hired her as well. So then I was, I had a nutrition coach. I have my wonderful counselor. And my partner and I also decided to do some couples counseling because, I mean, Anyone who has been a couple or a family in this pandemic, I think, can attest that it has been very, very trying <laughs> to see your person every day and to not really have date nights or not necessarily have a lot of alone time or just not be doing anything normal. It does take its toll. And the demands seem to be like nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. So here I was, here we were supported by three different people. And I was actually starting to notice that I, it was making a difference in my day-to-day life. I felt better. I felt less like I was constantly looking for answers in my head. I was less in my head, more in my heart, more in living a daily life. And uh, on top of that, I also started to explore how I could have a side hustle, so a side venture, which started as this podcast, The Pink Velvet Couch. And I looked into working a little bit with um, two wonderful women, their name are Jack and Rob, and they have a company called The Wild Femme. And basically I started to do mini master classes with them, like free master classes or mini training. And the one that I'm doing now is called Life Rehab. And it's so friggin' wonderful. Basically asking yourself, what do I need to feel joy in this moment? And doing that with everything in my life, in your life. So what do I need to be wearing right now to feel joy? What do I need to be eating right now to feel joy? Like, how is this going to feel in my body if this is the choice that I make? Um, And I'm just now diving into this and there's a lot more work to be done, but I'm noticing the difference that it's making living with more intention, with more, I guess, um, yeah, intention's the word, or gratitude as well. I must admit, I still have moments where I wake up angry. So that's one of my things. Sometimes when I haven't slept enough, or I feel rushed in the morning because it's the the hustle of getting to daycare on time, getting to work, getting the lunch ready. It feels like there's just not enough time for me to do things. I still am feeling angry. So that was one of the reasons that I wanted to do this program, Life Rehab, to bring more joy into my daily life. And if I'm being honest, I would like more members of the team. So I would love to have someone who could come twice a month to help us with cleaning so that we don't feel constantly like we're just doing the bare minimum to, I guess, survive and have the house be (laughs) semi-presentable. So definitely want to get an amazing, amazing 
cleaning person on board. If you have any references, please hit me up. I would love that. Um, because it seems like a lot of people have retired or reoriented their career with a pandemic, which is absolutely normal. Also, I am looking for a great hairdresser in the Ottawa Gadno area because my hairdresser has reoriented her career um, with the pandemic, with the salons being open and closed and open and closed. She, um, yeah, she went a different direction. She was amazing. So, if you have suggestions, I would love to hear them as well. Um, yeah, and I'm just realizing that the more I put into being the better version of myself that I can be, the happier that I feel and the happier that I feel, the better mom, the better partner, the better midwife I am. Like I used to think like many of us that maybe I shouldn't be investing in myself or I shouldn't be spending too much money and clothes or hair or makeup or whatever. But now as time is passing, I'm like, no, if I'm feeling good, that's so important. I'm, I was like reading on microblading. I have no idea actually how it's done and if it's a great idea for my eyebrows, but I'm interested in exploring. I want to do things for myself. I want to feel good. I want to be like radiating basically or like emanating joy and beautiful things so that other people who I encounter also feel like inspired that it is possible to live this amazing and great life. So the interesting thing is that for me, the pandemic has been, of course, for like for everyone, very difficult. But I do feel like in some ways, the fact that I had no choice but to slow down and I couldn't keep going like a hundred miles an hour and doing a million things and being busy, busy, busy. Then I had to kind of turn inwards and reflect and see where I could make some changes. And the more I make these changes, the more I feel like I'm really just beginning. I am just beginning on this journey of finding myself, of sharing my gifts to the world. And this podcast is one of them. So thank you so much for joining me on this journey tonight. In two weeks, we will be having a wonderful guest. Her name is Melanie Lepage, and I'm really excited to tell you more about her story in the next uh, episodes. Thank you for joining, and cheers. Have a great night.